Chris, you all right? I'm good. Are you, are you good? sure? Yeah. All right. Well, I want to make sure I'm you're feeling right. good, man. All right. So this is Long Ash Podcast. I'm here, Nick Libretti, of course, with uh, new co-host, Secret Chris. And of course, behind the camera, we got Just In Time, because he's always right on time. Um, today, we are enjoying the latest, the second to last edition wow. to the year-long JR 50th celebration. This is the uh, Herrera Esteli JR 50th. We kept it simple with the name. We didn't want to go crazy. But it's uh, custom made just for us by Drew Estate, blended obviously by um, Willie Herrera himself. Um, along with this, you're going to see an interview I did with him about the cigar. However, it was from several months ago. Uh, the cigar was finished, but it was unbanded. Um, so those, it'll, that'll be a little more informative in terms of the blend. An Ecuadorian Habano wrapper a Honduran binder, and then a Nicaraguan and Honduran uh, filler. 7 by 48 so a nice Churchill size, yeah. um, which I'm really liking. I mean, you know, a lot of the cigars we've had this year, you know, they've all been fantastic um, in, in varying ways, but the one that I do keep going back to so far has been the Mother Church just because I think that size is really speaking to me in, in that blend. Our, I was never usually a Churchill guy. They were a little too long, took too long. But w once you start really examining how a blend works in a Churchill size, again, I'm going to quote Michael Herklotz. He's like, it tells the best story. That's mm -hmm. how the blend is meant to kind of be told. So I'm excited for this one. Willie did say, which you can see in the interview, that um, he did craft this more for not the outdoorsman in like a wild hunter way where it's themed and it's like, oh, or, or even like an umbagog where it's yeah. like, oh, when you're on the fishing boat or whatever, mm -hmm. like it's, it's a rugged, no, he, more for somebody who's going to spend their time outside. Either if you have like a, a pleasure boat, that sounded dirty, but <laughs> like a boat that's not, not like a fishing boat, like a boat you just take yeah. out for pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, or golf, you know, if you're, if you're golfing, you know, a, a full pleasure 18, golf, yeah. yeah, pleasure golf as opposed to business golf. Um, but somebody who spends a, like a lot of grilling, if you're spending a lot of time outside. The Churchill's are my go-to during the summer. It's funny. You're, you kind of started the 50th with a Churchill and you're almost rounding it out with, with we're actually ending well. it. I'm not going to get into too much detail yeah. about it, but we're ending it with an even bigger Churchill. Oh, wow. Okay. The last one. So uh, I think it's a nice little yeah. round. Just random question. How you know all said and done? How are you feeling about this fiftieth stuff, man? Because you, I'm feeling you're the exhausted. man behind it. You're the man behind it, whether anyone knows or not. You are every every week. You're conducting interviews. No, every, listen, you know, listen. I I appreciate that. Like I appreciate stuff, that. But this but, is one hundred percent been a team effort. Mm -hmm. Um, from from not just our team, but obviously our team. You, um, our great product Graphics, merchants, yeah. our our top notch. Uh, people on our creative team, my bosses. But even outside of that, none of this is possible without these manufacturers. I That's can have true. ideas all the live long day. If they can't create something to match that or create something that's enticing to the customer, then I'm a salesman with no store. So yeah, but it's it, exciting because you most anniversary stuff you see are like from like other cigar like companies. So, and there's always meanings behind it, but I really enjoy like every, I want to say I've, I've purchased at least half of, the 50th cigars to come out and I've enjoyed every single one. I really, I, we, we all really lucked out that, um, I mean the, the big risk with these, I don't want to say risk. I mean, we, we approached top notch manufacturers. We went to people who we knew could produce top notch cigars. Um, and especially for a project like this, whether you're a big company like Drew Estate and Oliva or a smaller one, like, you know, foundation or your, or crown heads, 
you know, JR, we're, we're, we're still trying to shed that image of just your big bargain bundle carrier. Um, and those cigars are great. JR Alternatives, Edition Limitada, I still smoke all the time. Um, and so, like I said, they all wanted an opportunity to shine. So they, whether it be a new blend like we got from Crown Heads and Alec and Bradley and Drew Estate, or a newer version of one of their famous blends like Foundation did or Oliva, there has not been one where I smoked a sample and I'm like, ah, I don't know about this. We're going to mm -hmm. have to kind of fake it. We're going to have to yeah. kind of do some marketing to it. They've all just been phenomenal. Each one I would have bought on their own. If it was a full regular production of, of 20 cigars to a box, I would have bought these cigars. Going back to what you said, was there a lot of pre-production into going that into That came this? more from our, our product merchants and I got to hand it to them. Um, I was pretty narrow-minded in, in my ideas in the beginning. They were the ones who were like, listen, you know, we, we, I, I, I still had ideas for, you know, bigger companies, but yeah. they were the ones who were really like, listen, o Oliva, Drew Estate, Davidoff, like, these are our big partners. And if this 50th is about, you know, kind of pleasing our entire customer base and also working with a variety of manufacturers, we should work with them as well. And they were absolutely right. Um, and, and some of those have been some of our, our best sellers. Yeah. Uh, so in terms of the price point, they're, they're all actually kind of in a very similar price point, everything from the JR ultimate to, I think our most, ex except for the, the Davidoff is, it's yeah. a Davidoff, but <laughs> yeah. everything else is generally in a 10 to $13 price point, which is average. It's, it's a sweet or, spot yeah. because for something like a special Herrera or a special foundation. That's kind of like a, almost like a bargain. Mm -hmm. You know, a Liga Pravada is going for $14, $15 every day. I, I think, mean, yeah. I think this one is retailing for, ugh, I don't know if I have a price on this yet, but it's, it's going to be less than that. It's going to, it's going to be less than that ballpark. Um, same thing with the foundation, I think was like, you know, 127 for a box of 10. So for those kind of brands, that's, Almost like a bargain. Same thing with the with Alec and Bradley Wagyu. I think that cigar is like, I think it was like one seventeen. So it was like eleven dollars yeah. for that. Yeah. So you see, like but a kind of was, a bargain on yeah. that. But then for the other ones, like our new JR Ultimate, obviously a much higher price point than your normal Ultimate. But that cigar blows the other Ultimates out of the water by a factor of ten in terms of how good it is. I mean, that is. I mean, yeah. that's an <laughs> a, that's a top notch AJ blend that we're selling for nine dollars a cigar yeah i should have gotten yeah. two boxes of that i mean that we have really we have good. that that, uh, that one we didn't yeah that one, one we didn't have as limited of a run on um yeah so that one is gonna that'll that'll be in the in the rotation for a while that that was that was one of my favorites so far um I, and i just love the color of it like it photographed well when i was when we were taking pictures of it it just he couldn't believe a jr ultimate was right. like you know but i was like well AJ kind of, you know, helped out with it. So maybe it had the AJ touch on that. It does. You know? It does. It, it definitely does. The bot, you know, it was, it was exactly what we had worked on. You know, me, the product merchants, the creative team kind of saying, you know, like, let's take, you know, the ultimate look, the ultimate logo. We don't have to do anything crazy to it. Let's just modernize it a little bit. Let's just yeah, bring it I up. I thought it was modern. And, and then that's exactly how it went. The wrapper's a little I want to say a little bit darker than this. And yeah. The, the band with the, with the rapper just goes so well. And then the 50th, I've been trying to save all of these cause they're pretty cool. Um, but yeah, like on all, on all of these, I mean, you know, we, we really wanted to, we really, like I said, we wanted to work with a variety of manufacturers. We wanted to, there's a variety of profiles. Um, nothing really too mellow. 
which in hindsight, I mean, it's always, hindsight's always 2020. This is kind of the first project like this I've ever been involved in, but really the kind of first project a lot of us have been involved in, um, like, you know, in terms of the marketing of it, in terms of what we're doing with it. If you have another yearly release next year or any, any projects moving forward, I think doing the 50th last year and this year is going to just help you like just so yeah. much better. It's going to be a cakewalk next I mean, time. Well, it's, you not, know? it's not about, that's the, that's the thing. While I appreciate that it has nothing to do with me. It has to do with our, our customers happy. Are they coming back? Are we not just selling them product? Are we teaching them something? Are we, opening up their eyes to new experiences, new brands. Yeah. You know, a, a big point of this was not just to, you know, oh, if people like this, we're just going to make a new version of that same thing. It's like, no, if you, we wanted different people to be able to try it. And we got a lot of new customers, um, particularly for those boutique brands. Really? I mean, listen, we have, you know, we're, we're one of the number one sellers of Oliva, uh, Altidus USA product. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of that customer base and they were there. They've been very happy. I mean, we're almost one of our biggest sellers in terms of numbers has been the, the new size of the aging room, Quattro Nicaragua. Oh yeah. Like selling the crap out of that thing. It's going really well, but that's the number one cigar of the year. It's the only non box press version of it. Um, it's excellent cigar. Again, that one's like only like 10 or 11 bucks. Uh, but we've gotten a lot of new customers from the Mother Church release and the Foundation release and the Alec and Bradley Wagyu. You know, why shop with JR? Well, a few reasons now. A, we have the new, cool, limited stuff that you can only get here. That's the easy way to get in the door. Yeah. And when I say easy, it's not easy for me or the team, but like in terms of a customer, it's like, oh, they have a new product. All right. I, what else are we doing? Customer service. Mm -hmm. Customer service is off the charts. Awesome now. Total redux from what's yeah. you know in the past. Our customer loyalty program. I've been utilizing the points because oh, I've been yeah. buying up all these fiftieths, and then I got a box like like uh, eighty dollars off because I had all these points. Whatever you buy, oh, you could buy this Romeo five pack for yeah. twenty dollars. When I bought the JR you know. Ultimate, they gave me a fiftieth, the fiftieth ashtray. Mm -hmm. Um, and I thought that was really cool. Like, I, I just, you know, that, it's things like that. Um, but yeah, man, it, I'm glad that you mentioned like our customers and fans and stuff. I had um, my first fan interaction the other day on the Secret Chris Instagram. It was just cool interaction, man. And it was all from my first episode on, you know, so I'm sure you get those. Yeah. I mean, I, I, daily, I, I get the, you know, I get the blend of hate, not as much anymore. There were, there was some vitriol when I first started. First of all, it was a drastically different thing we were doing here. I'm surprised you still get hate, but I guess everyone gets, like, hate, so, you, you, know, know. You, let, you let it go. You let yeah, them, you have let to. them, you let them talk their shit. Cause I'm sure he, that guy's never done anything embarrassing. Well, I've in also his life. never once ever in any video, asserted myself as the be all and end all or a cigar expert, or you need to listen to me. Cause I know not once I have never said that I should be nominated for a cigar smoker of the year. Like not even close. I go and talk to some of the guys on our retail store and like, they wow me with what they know. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? There's, there's different levels and there's also different talents. You know, there's, there's some guys who might just be video awkward who would put me to shame with, their knowledge uh, and 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 their their talents and you know in terms of the industry, I just happen to have a good balance of like I can oh, do it in front of a camera yeah. and I and I can kind of comprehend what's going on. Um, but I think that's what also makes me charming. <laughs> I think people who like to make other people laugh 
can be good on camera, in my yeah. opinion. If people like to say jokes and make people laugh, like... It's the easiest way to make something accessible. Exactly. And you... So, you know, if you're doing that in front of, like, a table full of six, seven people, you're going to be able to do that on camera, whereas one person, you know, at the time watching you and then, you know... But going back to this, I thought... Before I opened the box, I was like, oh, I was expecting a Lancero. And I know you touched on that. It was a Churchill. I was expecting it. I like this. This is the same blend as the original, right? No, this is a new blend. Oh, it's a completely new blend. Okay. Yeah. All right. As far as I know. All right. All right. Yeah. I don't think that, um, I mean, it's got the same band there. I don't, yeah, that's I don't why actually, I was wondering. I don't think so. so. No, but it definitely doesn't taste like the original Herrera Esteli. I guess I was talking about more like the Lancero because I thought it came in this box. It might I come in, it might come in this, so, like there. But this is from this the is, original. Yeah, this is, a, this is a new blend. Oh, yeah. I messed up. Yeah. Well, you're also yeah, thinking no. because the, the Broadleaf Lancero came out. Last, last year, year in a similar oh, okay. box with a similar, but this but isn't the, even a broadleaf. Yeah, the band. Yeah. yeah, the band is from the original. No, all right. Scratch no, all think, that. I think that's, that, <laughs> that might just be. Uh, but this is real, like this. I'm really enjoying this. I, I, I really like smoked it too. something from Herrerasly that I didn't like. No, and 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 when we talked to uh, to the guys at Drew Estate, we talked to Willie. I mean, Did I, you request to talk to him? Like Willie's the guy. He's yeah. the one who's who's blending. Um, I mean, if, if if you're trying to make a cigar with them and you're not talking to Willie, then like something's wrong. I may have asked this, so I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself. How difficult is it to like really enjoy a cigar when you're golfing? Because other church is not difficult at all. Okay, <laughs> it goes hand in hand. Like my one friend you've met before, my buddy Steve, he's trying so hard to get me to golf. Like he is really trying, and I'm like, don't, eh. don't golf. Why? You'll just become addicted. I'm so aggravated all the time, and I can't stop. <laughs> I can't. You're just addicted stop. to it. Yeah. Because well, here's going the thing: lunch breaks. You will fail, especially in the beginning. And I'm. St I've been. I've been like range twice a week. I've golfed like probably seven or eight times this summer. Uh, this is all. Like, I started this in April. I'm still in the beginning phase. Like nine out of ten shots, not even like won't be great. Will be god awful, like the worst things ever. Like not even close. I, you're you're losing balls left yeah. and right, even at the range. It's like this is nonsense. But the one good shot makes up for all that. I played a place called Fiddler's Elbow last week with Smoke on the Waters. He came nice. out, um, and it was a Fiddler's Elbow is like a really exclusive club. I was playing a, a, a like a charity golf outing, and. Um, well, I saw, it was a it was a shotgun start, a reverse shotgun start. I think I started on like the 17, and like the 18th hole or the first hole, like it was it was my second or third hole in. It was a par three, and now I bring like 25 balls with me because I slice the hell out of my driver, so I'm expecting to lose a ball in every hole. A professional will play a full like a, a full four days with the like the same ball, yeah. like they will not <laughs> lose any ball. Yeah. Like very rarely do they lose a ball. It's I lose. Hobby, right? Or not really? I mean, once you if you once you get clubs that kind of fit you, like if you as the more you get into it, yeah. But like I'm great with my clubs for now, so I just spend I spend a lot of money on shirts just because I, I try to buy a new golf shirt at every place I go to when those are expensive. Balls, I get like a pack of twenty four noodles for like yeah. twenty five bucks. It's like I don't care about that. And then generally between 80 and 100 to play, depending on where you're playing and everything like that. Did Greg hit lefty? Yeah, he hits lefty. Okay, I didn't. Yeah. I, I, didn't I didn't play with him. He was he had his own foursome, but gotcha. they apparently like somebody on this foursome like won the long drive of the day and they came in like second place out of wow. all the foursome, so they're really good. Yeah, I hear lefty clubs are a little bit more cheaper or something. I don't know. I don't know. How, yeah. I don't know, but yeah. 
But on the on this part, you know what a par three means? No. Par three means basically you have three chances to get it in the hole. If you get it in underneath that, it's great. If you get it in over that, it's not good. But generally means like for a decent to good golfer, getting this in in three shots is doable. It was Does I don't each know. hole have a different par? Like, yeah, so to it? par four is the most popular, um, like 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 by far. So on on an eighteen hole course, you'll have three par threes, three par fives, and then mostly par fours. Okay, but this was a par three, hundred and eighty three yards. I already sliced my first two drives on the other. Uh, on the first two holes. So, like, I was already knew what was going to happen that day. Uh-huh. And then I used my six iron on this. I got it five to six feet, you know, maybe maybe 10 feet from the hole, like, beautiful, like, right on the green. Two putted in. So, we, I, it was my first time ever making par by myself, like, without having to use somebody else's shot, all my shots, three shots in the hole. That carried me the rest of the day. And I was dog crap the rest of the day. But those three shots carried me the like the the feeling of like especially with an iron when you get that whisk and you get that good loft and yeah. it lands right where you want it to land i mean the sound off a golf club um when when someone whacks the hell out of it it sounds awesome yeah it's just a very good but, feeling and just but, so much technique i feel like but my buddy was like no you'll enjoy going out you get to smoke cigars have beer like have a good time because as long as you're playing with people who don't care that you're not great which is most golfers I have some, I'm not going to call them friends, I'm going to call them acquaintances, who like, ha- these are people who go golf by themselves and they'll get placed with a random foursome. Like, they want to play that much. Yeah, and they, they, don't like even, that, yeah. they don't even have, like, people. Like, they just yeah. go and play. Yeah. Um, those people generally, like, have no patience if you're taking a long time. Um, I actually don't take a long time for a crappy golfer because if I lose a ball, like, I don't go looking for it. I'm like, no, I'm just going to consider it dead and we're going to move gotcha. on. Gotcha, okay. Um, <laughs> But other than that, if you're playing with people who are like, yeah, man, we're just out here having fun. We're like, we don't need to really, you know, we don't even keep score. Just have fun. It is so much fun. You got two beers. It's all you need. A little swing oil, we call it. Yeah. Um, we had a transfusion. was like our inaugural cocktail. Like we all nice. got ca- a canned transfusion for the beginning. So we're drinking vodka, grape juice at 730 in the morning. Um, then you have like a nice lunch afterwards. Like it is so, so like all much the fun. elements of golf is something I would enjoy. Beautiful weather, beautiful courses, beautiful scenery. Did you have? A, um, did you have it in high school as a sport? We had we had a team. Yeah, yeah I didn't play on it. Pete was on the bowling team though. He uh, he you lettered had a bowling. Team? He lettered in bowling. <laughs> right, right. That's Pete. And he didn't go professional. No, <laughs> no. went to music school. No. Um, but our friend Mike, uh, who I don't know, I want to say he shoots like high seventies, which is really really good. For golf, for golf, you said, yeah. okay, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I got to figure out how the handicap part works in terms okay. of that. But I do know that. So, so basically, like, I want to see your average golf course, and there's going to be a ton of guys correcting me on this. I want to say it's like, or like, like seven, like call it seventy four. Is okay. like seventy four is, is the, the amount average. of if, if you parred every single hole on this golf course, you would get a seventy four. Okay, so. Above that, it, you know, there's yeah, more shots. The, yeah. So, like, on, if, if it's 74, a par 74 for the golf course, and you shoot a 65, that's incredible. Yeah. Honestly, if it's 74 and you shoot a 74, that's incredible. I want to say Poto probably shoots in the high 70s, which is a f- for, for just phenomenal. I just heard shoot. 80s was really good, 80s too. is very good. Yeah. I, I want to say Greg probably shoots, like, low 80s, high 70s. Wow. Um, maybe, I, no, I think he's, like, I think his best game, I think, was, like, a, like high 70s. But he's probably, probably mid-80s, which is 
if, if I shot 110, I would I like legitimately and like kept score and like did my drops You'd correctly. Be so happy. If I shot 110, I'd be like, wow, like I could play okay. this game. Yeah. But I don't really keep score for myself because I lose so many balls. That, that, that's a when you lose a ball and you got to drop it in, that, that goes against you. It's, that's a, a, you, it's a it's a it's a stroke. Oh, uh, okay. So you got to. It, it counts against you. Whereas I'll just play from my wherever, whoever shot best in my foursome. I'm just going to drop there and just play from that. But, um, but there are some guys that are just, it's, it's, it's so it, you just gotta, especially if you're just starting, you just gotta enjoy the experience of it and not worry too much about the golf. <laughs> like, just, okay. like learn to get better, go to the range when you can. I was just doing, I was started going to the range as a way to get out of the house. Like, you know, eat dinner at five fifteen. I'm like, I don't want to go just like lay down and watch TV. For the- yeah, maybe springtime I'll try it. But dude, go to the range first. I I went to the range. I had played golf before. I played like once a year at like the same charity event. I just played at, but I never took it seriously. I was on the I'm on the board for the charity, so it was more just like I'm just gonna go out and like have fun, whack yeah. a ball around. This time you're but, like, nah. Well, I went to the range twice a week for two months before I went out for the first time. Damn. And then I still go twice a week, but I, I, I played with um, Liz's fiance twice, and then he actually invited me to go next week. But you know, Is he he's probably slightly better than me, but like compared to the people we play with, he's not. But like gotcha. he doesn't really. I want to say he's golfed like three times in the past four years. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but me and him, we're gonna go to the range on Saturday. Actually, nice. Um, yeah. yeah, but it's it's also a great way to like you know like make new friends. You know, like it's a, it's a way to bond with somebody. Like we have nothing else in common, but we, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very common language among like men. Like it's a very, it's it's like football or Mm -hmm. something, but we're all actually doing it. You know what I mean? I'm I'm trying to think of somebody who follows professional golf, who doesn't golf because it's, it's one of those sports that's, that's that is a professional sport that you can follow, but you can just go play. You can just go and round up like. 30 of your friends and go play football. You know what I mean? You, know, you can yeah. toss a pigskin around in your backyard, either, but you can't go play a legitimate game of yeah. football. Either you said it or, or one of my buddies did that. Watching the Ryder Cup for like people who don't play golf would be perfect like to watch because it's very... Um, it's different, and it's like the all-star game of yeah. golf. So it's like watching like the Pro Bowl for baseball or the all-star game for ba- um Pro Bowl for football, watch the All Star game for Dude, baseball. Watching Bryson DeChambeau get in, like I heard he was in, just rocking in them the, during in the, the Ryder Cup. He was in the quarterfinals of the long drive contest, and um, this is something that Pete explained to me. He's like, like people who are in like the long drive competition, they're generally like not also on the pro tour because because of the mechanics, it's like very hitting a driver and hitting every other club, especially you know driver versus wood or similar-esque but like driver irons and your putter are like the way you hit them is so vastly different um and that's where a lot of this like i hit my iron decently well but my driver is a totally other different animal so generally the guys who are like you know on the long drive contest you know like the tour for that who are crushing like 400 yard you know you know 400 yard carry drives they generally like don't have a great like mid game or, or putt, you know, they're not great at putt yeah. just because you have to work on so many different things to get the rest of your game that you don't have time just to focus on crushing long drives. Bryson DeChambeau started as a long driver and he's just crushing. Now it. he's like one of the best, you know, a, a, I think he's top five in the world for the PGA 
And then he came in the quarterfinals with a long drive. Like he's still able to. That's insane. Yeah, dude. Like it's it, like what these guys can do is insane. And you can golf until you're well into your like fifties and sixties. No? Like Phil Mickelson is at is at, at the that- he's at the top top age for. Like he won the U.S. Open or the Open Championship this year. He won one of the yeah. one of the majors this year, but like he's gotten blown out in all the rest of them. Um, he's just and I want to say he's like forty nine or maybe he's fifty. He's like somewhere there. There is there is a a, a top now. There's guys who are in their seventies who will demolish most people all day long. That's, yeah, but I, I want to say especially in terms of driving, you know, when you're, when you're getting up there in age, mm-hmm. it takes a little bit off. Phil's also got other health problems. I think he has a, like sure. bad arthritis and stuff. Well, watching that tiger documentary, just how he hit the ball. Like no wonder his back just was shot. Yeah. But it's funny seeing like other athletes. Like I watched that Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers thing this summer. That was pretty fun to watch. Cause they were just talking, talking crap to each other. Well, that I, that's cool. Cause like when you see like Tom Brady's a really good golfer. So Steph Curry, apparently. Steph Curry is a really good golfer. Ray Romano is an exceptional golfer. Really? Ray Romano is a really, really good Jordan golfer. Jordan loved, like, Jordan. Michael Jordan yeah. is a very, very good. Charles Barkley has been playing for years, and he's not good. But that also shows it. But he goes. But he has fun. This guy is yeah. a multimillionaire, super famous, Hall of Famer. He could be doing anything he wants right now, but he goes out there and misses the golf ball and yeah. curses. like, yeah. And he loves it. Yeah, what is he? he hits it something like I saw him hit it one time. Like he was coming up, he like hit it, stopped, and then like hit it again. Well, that's also and everyone was just like just ragging people's on him. golf swing is like like Donald Trump has from the outside view a terrible looking like swing. Like yeah. it, it it looks so stupid. Dude will wipe the floor with me and everyone I know in golf. Dude, he's been playing golf. Sometimes you got a custom fit yeah. to like just how your body moves, which is why it's well, tough you were to learn. You lost weight and the belly. Uh, well, because my belly yeah. is not like Stink, yeah. my center of gravity is different yeah. now. You know what I mean? And the more I lose, hopefully it'll be because my, my problem has always been I get a little too handsy. I move my hands too much and also effectively gauging distance. How far away so from the ball should I what, be? Straight up like depends. It depends on moving at all. Uh, depends on the club. Okay. You know, I tend to turn over too much. So my club face kind of turns over and that's why I slice it. So I need to keep my wrists a little bit straighter, which, you know, it could be grip. It could be if I'm bringing the club to the more you bring the club back, like you'll be able to generate more power on it, but more, more, there's more variables. Now there's more chances of like this thing can move out of my swing plane there's more chances of that happening the farther yeah. it goes back. Whereas with an iron, I kind of just bring it straight back and then straight okay. through, aim low, kind of, you know, and you want to kind of create the divot. You want to basically like you're kind of going under the ball for an iron. A driver, you're coming through the ball. So an iron, you're kind of going like that because of how the club is lofted, but then a driver, you're swinging through the ball. So much science. And because, it. yeah, and like, yeah, the driver is very, very complicated, and you can't. It's hard to just it watch be, videos. It's supposed to be what baseball is like too. Just like, just I don't know. Just well, so a lot of baseball, pl- a lot of baseball stuff. players in like the high school, college level, like won't golf, except like during the off season because it can screw up your swing. But then when you have super high level athletes, like when, when we saw Mike Trout at Top Golf, just like crushing like three hundred fifty yeah. yard drives, like That's just him. Being, when you're when you're just that athletic, it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, you know what I mean. But no, vastly different. Uh, swing, hip movement, arm movement, very, very different. Um, how it's supposed to go, like through it for, for a driver, during your swing, the order of motion is 
like like hips, shoulders, arms, hands. Like that's the order that everything should be coming back to. So like think of okay. like you're going back like this, and then when everything comes back to center, the order should be hips. Let's say your hips come back first, shoulders, arms, and then hands. Oh, okay. But try doing that at the speed you swing a golf club. Yeah, you can. You know what I mean? <laughs> Would you ever try golfing? Uh, go to the golf range with me? It's the driving range. We don't, we don't driving call it the, range. We'll call Jesus. it the golf range. Yeah, it's like the NBA court. Yeah, we're going to go to the NBA court. court. The driving range, you would go? Dude, it's so fun just to hit a ball. It's so much fun. But I want to I wanna try to do like a golf event next year, like the first JR championship. People would love that. Oh, my God. People, like if we organize it right, people would come out of the woodwork because yeah. there's so many people love to golf. Yeah. And Dude, we would... I can, so, I can get my foursome just here. Like, I, I at least get Derek. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, like, yeah. Derek, Derek will crush him. Look at those arms. Who else? <laughs> yeah. Um, Who I don't else? know. I know. I mean, obviously, I know Greg golfs. Yeah. Um, maybe Bobby. I don't know. I don't really know anyone else who golfs here. Yeah, I wonder if uh, Rob does Sarkar. I don't know. Uh-huh. I, I honestly don't know. I know. I just know that Greg is a big, big golfer. Does Anthony? No. No. Golf. no. I don't know. He, he was a good pitcher, though, back in the day. He was a very good pitcher. But yeah, that's that's kind of like you a like recruit. a secret plan. I want to I want to do like a like a JR open. <laughs> you can that would be hilarious. You can recruit uh, Liz's fiance. Oh, Ekram? Oh yeah, he'd, yeah. Be, he'd be on my force. He'd be the re- he'd be the replacement for Liz. Yeah. The substitution. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. I would do it. I would try it cuz I know I would have a good time. It's a it's a crap ton of fun. And fun best done with a fine cigar. So, everyone out there, the brand new, by the way, delicious. Yeah. Hardly any fixes needed on this. Nope. Nice, rich, nutty blend. Very interesting with the Honduran in there. Different experience that I'm used to from Drew Estate with the Honduran tobacco in there. Were you Much more of any wood? Yeah, like like a yeah. wood, cedary, nutty flavor, which is very common in a very good Honduran cigar. Nothing I'm generally used to from Willie. Usually he goes a little more Nicaraguan, a little more spicy. But this was exceptional, very well balanced, especially in this Churchill size. By the time this airs, these are available so these these launched earlier this week that you guys are seeing this but only 500 of these boxes so can't guarantee that they'll be there should be should have a couple left but can't guarantee it but um make sure to check out our entire 50th line um before it's too late before we turn 51 and then we got to do a whole bunch of other stuff so um chris thank you very much for your company that's been great thank you man. just in time phenomenal job um and greg i hope you like our podcast arms yeah man He's not watching. No. He watched. No, he he watched. He watched watching. your first episode just so he could say something. Nah, he, he's he, he ain't ever watching again. Nah, you keep saying that he's watching. Yeah, he ain't watching. He's watching. He's, 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 no, he's, he's watching King Kong. That's what he's watching. He's watching King Kong versus whoever. In his, King uh, Kong versus Aquaman. Homemade movie theater. In his homemade he, theater. He to invite us. To yeah. Him. Oh yeah. We're never gonna go. Never gonna go. So. But <laughs> catch us next time here on the Long Ash Podcast.